Okay, everybody, welcome back to the show. Hope everybody's doing well. Happy Wednesday. We've been talking about this idea of confidence. It's so critical. Watch yourself, really. Check yourself. See where your confidence level is. It's, I mean, you can't even imagine. Study the lives of people that have done great things. You'll see. Almost all of them got pushed to the wall. And at the wall, they had to either delve into themselves and find that, that bit of confidence or they, or they would have collapsed. It's, it's really more important, I think, than almost anything else. It breeds resilience. It breeds, it breeds gratitude. So how do you get it? Where does it come from? So I have a good friend of mine who's having a hard week. He's a great guy, really great guy. He takes on a lot. He's a good guy. He takes on when you have a good guy, he takes on a lot. You you end up doing for everyone else, and then people take advantage of you. I don't know if you know people like this, or if you are someone like this. You say yes. People like that. They take advantage of you, and then like you wake up one morning and you have like forty things that you have to do because you're you're you're, you're juggling someone else's problems. He's one of those guys. Really good guy. So he called me, calls me the other day, and he's really having a hard day. And when you go through his day, it's it's hard. He's it's hard, life, personal, work, whatever. And he just couldn't get out of this this funk. So I gave him the following suggestion: There's a person in your office that's struggling. Their struggles is much less than your struggles, clearly, but they're still struggling. Invite him in, this employee, and express how much you appreciate him. And give him the confidence that he'll overcome his stuff and you're with him. So he asked me, he said, well, I don't get it. Like, why? Like, we have like 30 things to talk about that are stuff on my plate. Why would I do that first? And I explained to him that my opinion the confidence that we have in life stems from our vision from being able to see it in ourselves being able to see what's possible it's attitude when you look at clouds and you see the lining you get excited for it in fact this is a spiritual thing the famous rabbi named the Baal Shem Tov the Baal Shem Tov says that when you look at things that are considered to be challenges he uses the word dinim and you see the chesed, you see the kindness within the challenge, you actually can take the entire challenge and sweeten it. So the whole challenge becomes sweet. So the attitude and the perspective which you give a challenge will change the challenge spiritually and at, at the very least physically. But how do you do that? And the best way to do it is to see it in other people. When you see the greatness in other people, you start to learn how to be a, a person with eyes of greatness. When you start to see somebody else and see the greatness in them and see the confidence that they should have and build up their confidences, your eyes start to see the world with a little bit of a rosier perspective you start to think differently. And so what ends up happening is you think that you're helping somebody else, and you are. But what you're really doing is you're starting to put yourself in a mindset 
that works your neuro connections towards seeing the possibilities of a human being and the right way to look at challenges before you. <clears throat> when you sit with a kid and say, hey, you're smarter than you think. You're, let me help you. You got this. When you sit with a colleague and go, you're, you're, you're killing it. Okay, it's hard, but let's... When you call that friend, when, you, when you're constantly looking around for ways in which you can bring people up, you're instilling the confidence in others. What's happening is you are changing your perspective towards confidence. And that leaves off remnants in yourself. By pouring in someone else's cup, you're actually increasing the water in your own pitcher. Because you have, you have unlimited water in your pitcher. You just don't know it. You can sit around and encourage people all day, all night. You just don't know it. You don't realize how much you got. You can help people. You may not have the resources, but you have a mouth. You have a mind. You know how to say the nice things. You know how to do something nice. You know how to give someone encouragement. You know how to say thank you. You know how to smile. Picture your own picture of confidence that you don't know how to fill up. But almost picture as if when you pour for somebody else, it stays full. When you put the tap on, you know, I have a friend of mine that uh, is involved in a major sports team. He one time took me on a tour of one of the stadiums that he built or he helped build. It was brilliant. It's awesome. And he took me to the back. It's really cool. This is really, really cool. Apparently, the way it works in the new stadiums, the num- one of the number one items of, of purchase is beer. Beer is an amazing, amazing uh, line item for stadiums, right? How much does it cost for a, a cup of beer for the stadium? Uh, 20 cents, 50 cents, right? They have like massive, massive kegs. You know, how, mu- how much does it cost the customer? Five bucks? Like it's an amazing profit. You, you can, the tickets, forget about it. You don't, you think tickets are expensive. It's nothing. They don't make money on tickets. <laughs> they make money on the food. They make money on, on, on the, especially the drinks. So he was showing me how behind the scenes how it works it's really cool where you think that like you go to like you know the, the you know the second mezzanine level and you go to the kiosk and it used to be that behind the, the desk behind the, the counter was a keg of beer right and then they connected the keg to the tap and then you put the tap down right no more now in the new stadiums there's no kegs <clears throat> all the different kiosks are connected to different pipes and there's like a room of which there is like massive tanks of beer. And so in, you know, the top floor, there's like a, just a beer room, like a room of beer. So when the third mezzanine guy goes down, he's push, pulling down on a, a, a pipe that pulls it up, if you will, from the fifth floor keg of beer. And when the second floor guy pulls down, they're pulling from the same, same place. They're not pulling from a keg underneath the, um, the counter. As they push the tap, the tap down, the, 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 the pressure or whatever it is, the kegs are sending in beer to all different parts. And it's being controlled out of one room, which changes how much they have to order, changes everything. 
It's no more like, hey, we're at a beer on floor on aisle three. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to run up and fill the beer. There's a guy that's monitoring it. It's going to be handled in one room. Picture that as confidence. Right? Just picture it as confidence. As you pull down the tap and give to other people, it sends down more. Your mind, if you can just picture it, has plenty of confidence in it. As you open your mouth to give to somebody else, it flows through you. Now, this is this is very spiritual stuff, but just picture it like that. And as you're flowing out words of confidence, you know what's happening? You are being filled with the energy of confidence. How else is it coming out? It won't be real if you don't mean it. So whereas we think the way to become more confident is by thinking about ourselves, it's actually not true. The way we increase our confidence is by giving it to other people. All right, we'll talk about this. All right, everybody, think about that. Let's bring the confidence out to others and we'll see that we ourselves will change. I hope all is well. God's help. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Living on a lifeline. The world doesn't ever seem to change. Looking for the sunshine. But you're caught up in the rain. It's like your eyes are wide open, but you cannot see. You're watching life pass you by like one, two, three. Walking in destruction. The winds of life blur your vision. All the devastation. Forever feels like you're on the run, it's time. No one else can set you free, you're locked inside. And only you have got...